This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. It's unbelievable that a 401k or a 403b or any kind of qualified plan is actually called a retirement plan. And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. I know. Together we can do this. Together they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning, Southeast Missouri. How you doing? This is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, bringing you this show every single Saturday at 7 a.m. right here on KZIM. You can also listen to us uh, via the app, the KZIM, KSIM app, or you can go to our website or their website, KZIM, dot com and you can listen there from anywhere in the world mm-hmm. all the time we're on all the time yes so check us out every week we're here to bring information that can help you realize and live through your retirement dreams right and i think you know one of the first things before we kind of dive into our topic today is to just remind everyone that we offer a complimentary retirement income toolkit on our website at the innovative team.com um you'll see us uh <laughs> really big on that main web page picture of brock and myself and you can click on find out more and once you do that you'll be on the page where you can download the retirement income toolkit and just as a reminder there's four really good articles with information on social security preparing for retirement um, some services that we provide as um, retirement planners um, that we can help you out with if you give us a call so check it out the innovativeteam.com and what phone number can they reach us at Daniel? <laughs> they can call us at 573-332-7855. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, let's dive into the material for this week. What are we going to talk about this week? We're going to talk about legacy planning. Great. Yes. Legacy planning. And a lot of people don't realize that there are some very, very simple things that you can do to make sure that what your money, what you've accumulated and what you've worked hard for your entire life passes on to the people that you really want it to go to, number one. And number two, the most tax efficient manner. Right. And I think it's important before we start going into tips and, and things you need to think about is that, you know, this isn't just for the wealthy. Right. I mean, honestly, that couldn't be further from the truth. I mean, really everyone, and when people come in our office, we, you know, we have a, a client questionnaire that we go through with, with folks and uh, some of the basics that we ask are, Hey, do you have a beneficiary deed mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. your home? Uh, if you don't, you can talk to an attorney and they can help you do that. Um, do you have proper beneficiary designations on all of the things that you can title? Um, do you have a trust or do you have a will? You mm-hmm. know, so these are some basic estate planning that we're going to ju- dive into a little bit deeper here in the rest of the show. But there are some very, very basic things that you can do that everyone should do. Right. Right. That's know? the bottom line. This is for everyone. So I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about this today because, again, I think, you know, this topic really does touch every single person, every folks, single person. She's not this. lying to you. She's been wanting to do this show <laughs> about legacy planning for the last three weeks. I have because I, I just really feel passionate that, you know, everyone needs to do this. You know, some of some of the other topics, you know, people are still working on, you know, planning for retirement and, and savings and those type of things. But when it comes to legacy planning, I mean, we're all going to go it some point yeah those, you know, uh, you're, you're gonna a couple things you're gonna do right you're gonna right. pay taxes and you're gonna die that's right i mean yeah. that's the hard reality so i think you know this topic is important to every single person who's listening so let's uh, what i thought i'd do is define what legacy planning mm-hmm. is okay so here it is here's the definition legacy planning is a comprehensive assessment of your values and financial goals to help ensure your wealth is preserved appropriately transferred and realized by future generations. And really what that means is exactly what I said earlier, which is, hey, you've worked hard for the money that you've saved. If by chance there's something left over, we want it to go to who you want it to go to in the most tax efficient manner. Mm -hmm. That's it. I mean, that's what legacy planning is. Okay. Um, And so your plan reflects a lifetime of effort and provides the knowledge that your wealth will be passed on to your children and grandchildren. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've talked multiple times on this show. Well, we talked about it last week uh, with the Roth IRAs and the regular traditional IRAs that if you don't know what a multi-generational IRA is or a stretch IRA, you absolutely need to give us a call because we can explain Mm -hmm. in more detail with your specific situation 
what that is and how you can utilize that uh, with your with your money mm-hmm. and specifically your qualified money. Right. And that folds into our topic today. So, you know, you've kind of, you know, defined for us what a legacy plan is. Uh, tell us a little bit about the benefits of having a financial legacy. Well, I think the, the basics are obvious because really um, you again, you want your money that you've accumulated and not only your money, your assets, right, your house, your cars, those kinds of things. You want those to pass on to mm-hmm. people and not have to go through a lengthy, expensive probate process, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a lot of things that you can do to avoid that. Right. And it's not uncommon, by the way, that the probate would take, you know, two to three years. So you've accumulated all these things and assets and all of a sudden they're locked up and, and tied up and, and no one can touch them. You know, I mean, and that's 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 crazy, too. Right. So that's reason number one why you'd want to do uh, legacy planning is what we're calling this. Um, and, and number two is if you don't do it, someone else will. Mm-hmm. And that someone else could be the government, right? And the right. IRS, uh, that someone else could be lawyers, executors. You know, how many times have you, you heard the story of, you know, this person dies and, then, and now everybody's fighting over their assets. Maybe it's the children. Uh, you've heard those stories here mm-hmm. locally. Right. You know, as far as, uh, you know, you've got an empire, a business empire, and all of a sudden dad that started it is uh, passed on. And now you've got the children fighting over the the business. Mm -hmm. And how do you make all that work? And that's a totally different subject, by the way. That's business succession planning. Right. And if you own a business and you're listening to this show, you need to do that. Right. You need a plan. Need a plan. Okay. Um, you want to make sure that someone who has the best interest of your beneficiaries is in mind planning your financial legacy. So, um, it really, it's that person that you 100% trust, you know, you and I have actually gone through this process and, and we're, you know, modifying it right now. Well, it's a constant, constant thing you need to be doing. Well, yeah, right? because it, you know, someone that you absolutely 100% trusted two years ago may not be that same person. Mm-hmm. Right. Things change. Things change. Life happens. And so, um, you want to first establish that because mm-hmm. that person is going to be key to help you and your family um, understand what you have and where it's supposed to go. Right. Make sure everything gets distributed correctly. And your attorney, you know, if you're whether you're doing a trust or if you're just doing some basic power of attorney type things mm-hmm. can help you, you know, with that. And, and, and that person was going to help you and make those decisions on your behalf. Right. So that's real important. Well, it's kind of like, what, you know, we talked about in some of our other shows is, you know, do you want the government's plan or do you want your plan? Okay, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I'm so. pretty sure that 99.99.99% of people do not want the government plan. Right. Yeah. Like you said, you just don't want it locked up and can't get access uh, to any of that stuff. So I mean, the, when you pass, you know, we want people, you know, thinking about your, your life that you left behind, not about all the items that we've got to now figure out how to get them to people. So, well, and here's the bottom line, not having a plan can cost you more money, take more time, and leave uh, your loved ones to wait and receive less than what they should have gotten. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that right there should be the reason for people to pick up the phone on Monday, call their attorney they've worked with in the past, and say, hey, I need to talk to you about getting some things straightened up. Right. You know, exactly. And, exactly. And, yeah. Or if it's, you know, some of their, you know, uh, financial things, you know, giving us a call or whoever their financial advisor is to make sure everything's up to date. Exactly. And yep. It's part of our review process, it by is. the way. Every time we do a review with a client, we review their beneficiaries mm-hmm. to make sure that they are still the people. Right. That you want your money to go to. Yep. Okay. Because, again, we've all heard that story of, um, you know, Mr. Uh, worker has a 401k. And totally forgets that, you know, he, when he got divorced, he didn't change his beneficiary designation. And all of a sudden he passes away and it goes to the ex-wife. Mm-hmm. That's like, mm-hmm. can, can you imagine? I mean, that's just awful. Right. And, or someone doesn't even have a beneficiary on some documents. You, know, you right. hear of that story that um, they didn't even fill that out because maybe they couldn't decide at the time or didn't know who that would be. And they pass and then no one gets anything. Right. So it goes to the estate of that person and who knows what kind of tax rate that's going to be and who knows who the you know the court's going to appoint to to send that money to and it's just yeah, yeah. an absolute nightmare. Yeah, nightmare. Exactly. So, it can be a troubling thing for a lot of people. Yeah. And you know I tell people this all the time. You want you don't have to be fancy. You you can call it a fancy name. You mm-hmm. know, legacy planning, estate planning, whatever. But the f- basic 
most basic form of doing that is just having beneficiary designations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the designation of your beneficiary on a form trumps everything. It, you know, I don't care if you have a trust or a will. It doesn't matter. If you have your name on a beneficiary designation on an account, it's going to that person. Mm, that's good to know. Yeah. So that's the most basic form of estate planning. It's just filling out a beneficiary form. Now, there are some you know, more advanced uh, techniques you can apply to a de- beneficiary designation, like a restricted payout, mm-hmm. to where you can control, quote unquote, from the grave, uh, you know where how this money gets paid out. So if right. you want it paid out over 10 years, you want it to be, uh, wait a minute, my beneficiary has to be 25 before they get any money, all those kinds of things. You know, you can have the possibility to do through a restricted beneficiary designation. Great. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. So I think, you know, um, the next thing we want to kind of dive into is some basic tips. I think we've got about nine of them that are kind of simple legacy planning tips to help our listeners ensure that their assets and wishes are carried out exactly as they planned. Exactly. So uh, nine simple legacy planning tips to help you, the listeners of this show, The Retirement Playbook, Mm -hmm which we absolutely appreciate you listening to the show, right? I mean, that's, this, is the, uh, this is why we do it. Right. Uh, people calling in or, or emailing us. And by the way, if you want to get a hold of us here, you can do that through an email address, okay? It's called theretirementplaybook at gmail.com, theretirementplaybook at gmail.com. Email us anytime for any reason. You want to hear a certain topic. You want us to talk about uh, your specific situation. Or if I might say, hey, Shoot me an email with some good fishing tips. Maybe you got a lure that works really well. You keep, getting, you keep asking for fishing tips. I know, I know. And you know what? I haven't gotten any. No, nobody wants to give you any. Don't you feel bad out there, folks? Shoot me an you email. Got, you've got some really great clients that have given you some really good uh, tips. That's though, true. Too. That's so true. I need to just think shoot you're going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we'll figure it out. That's right. But anyway, so nine simple legacy planning tips is coming up next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. In today's volatile environment, making sure your assets are properly aligned with your financial goals has never been more important. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we use this simple 11 question survey to help you gain insight into your financial profile. Armed with your score, we can help you make decisions about your asset allocation in retirement. To learn more about this valuable self-assessment, visit mycolorofmoney.org to get your score or give us a call today at 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right. Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We're the retirement people. If you have any questions about your retirement and what you should be doing, give us a call, 332-7855. Or you can shoot us an email at theretirementplaybook at gmail.com. Or you can look us up on our website at theinnovativeteam.com. All right, Danielle, we were talking about legacy planning, and we're going to continue our discussion on this. And there's nine simple legacy planning tips. So hopefully we we teased them just enough to listen to this (laughs) next segment here. That's right. That's uh, right. To to get these nine tips, because this is free information. We're bringing this to you folks for free. Mm -hmm. That's right. And so uh, listen in uh, every week. Okay. So here we go. We've put together nine simple legacy tips to help listeners ensure that your assets and wishes are carried through exactly as they have planned. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here we go. The first tip of nine. Ready? Can I get a drum roll? Ooh, I don't go. have a drum roll. <laughs> uh, all right, well, well, we'll figure that out. Yeah. No matter your net worth, basic legacy planning is a must. So we've kind of already covered mm-hmm. that. We talked about that in the last we have segment. a lot. I mean, no matter what you think of and what your perception is of estate planning or legacy planning, oh, I don't have enough assets. All I got is my house and my car and I got a little IRA. No, you need to do something. Well, that's okay? that's stuff to plan for. Everything you just mentioned. Do something about yep. something. That's right. You know? So, okay. So that's number one. Basic legacy planning is a must. Okay. Um, so here's tip number two. Okay. This is getting into specifics. This is good stuff right here. Mm-hmm. Um, you uh, should, most people should. Okay. So let's rephrase that. Most people should have a will. Okay, so it's for things that don't have a beneficiary designation, you need to have a will to, so let's say you had some collectibles. Okay, you got to have, who, how do we know who that goes to? There's no beneficiary designation form for that, right? So that's what a will is for, okay, to say, hey, I want this to go to that person. Like my shoes. 
Oh boy. I'm yeah. just saying I'd be I'd be worried about who yeah, those but would some go of to. those shoes you have should have beneficiary designation <laughs> forms. I mean they're fancy shoes. <laughs> I do like my sparkly shoes. So. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. So that's one here. Have a will and then consider having a durable power of attorney. Number two. So you I mean the power of attorney just says, Hey, I authorize this person to make decisions on my behalf. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's specific durable power of attorneys or power of attorneys like a medical power of attorney. So you're designated that person to say, if I become incapacitated, um, I want this person to say, I want, you know, or you want them to make decisions for mm-hmm. you. Basically. Yeah, it's interesting. I went to the doctor um, the other day and um, I hadn't been asked this question before. And they did ask me if I had a medical power of attorney on yes. file. So, and you know, you don't always get asked that question. So I think, you know, hospitals and doctor's offices are working a little harder to find out if people already have that on file. Um, thought that was interesting. And that's a really important point that you bring up because it's not just about you having it in your house. Correct. It's got to be on file with your physician in the hospitals that you would go to. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they know and it's on file and it's official. How to handle. And how to handle mm-hmm. your situation. Okay. So there you go. There's that. Um, and by the way, if you have young children, you may want to consider a trust in order to provide the management of your property during the time they are minors. Okay, so if you've got younger children, a trust a lot of times, and that's what we're working mm-hmm, on uh, mm-hmm. right now, uh, is is a lot of times a good idea because, I mean, think about this. So you and I are in a car wreck. Something happens to us. We designate a person to be responsible for our affairs, but not only that, for our children, which right. is the most right. important thing. Yeah. And so how does that person coordinate your assets and the things you have to make sure that your kids, mm-hmm. so it's all related is, I guess my point is, is not one or the other. Yeah, it's two separate issues, but how do they work together? Mm-hmm. And these are tough conversations to oh, have. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we were e- even surprised, you know, cause we do a lot of planning all the time um, at how hard it is to, to make those decisions and then to also make them so that, you know, hopefully you don't burden just one person, you know, cause especially if you have children like we do, you know, you're thinking of who's going to take care of the children, who can make sure everything else is distributed. You know, it's, it's, it's just, these are hard conversations to have. It's not as easy as I think people think it will be once you dive into it. All right. Totally agree with mm-hmm. that. One hundred percent agree with that. It's not as easy as you think. So a lot of people say, "Well, I don't want to go see a lawyer. Oh, man, it's so expensive and all this kind of stuff." Well, you want to hear expensive? Then let's go. You know, deal with your estate after you're gone. Right. You talk about expensive and the burden that's left to those people you and leave the behind. Burden. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who wants to be a burden on your children when mm-hmm. you pass? I mean, right. That's crazy. So if you have young children, you might want to consider a trust. Talk to your attorney. Okay. Uh, even if you're considered, if you, if you consider your legacy is moderate size, in other words, what you have is just kind of moderate. Maybe you only have, you know, X amount of dollars. There also may be some strategies you can minimize your legacy taxes upon your death. So there are a lot of things here in play guys and a lot of variables that make it, you know, not as black and white as you might want it to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So next, um, Let's see here. Yeah. Tip number three, I think, is one we talked about a lot, too, is trusts aren't just for the wealthy. Perfect. Okay. We already have talked about that. Trust can be a useful tool, uh, especially, again, we just talked about if you have younger children. Okay. It could be a good idea. Um, Is it a must to avoid estate taxes? Well, no, it's not. Okay. Uh, Especially, well, especially because of the recent tax law that was passed, Mm -hmm. you know, um, because now... Uh, you're not going to pay a state tax or inheritance tax or your beneficiaries won't um, because, well, I shouldn't say not everybody, mm-hmm. most people, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because the exemption is $11.2 million now wow. per person. So you get that marital exemption and now you double that to $22.4 million. Yeah. So anything below $22.4 million, basically you have no inheritance tax. Hey, and if they're looking for a beneficiary, I mean, I'm up for, you know, yes. sale if they'd like to give us a call if they're struggling Damn. with that. <laughs> Danielle I Alspa, Spall, A-L-S-P-A-U-G-H. In case you're looking for someone. I probably won't get any takers, but we can try. No, but seriously, you know, I do get asked that question a lot. Should I have a trust? And um, for quite honestly, with a lot of people that we see, because a lot of the folks that we talk to are, you know, getting closer to retirement, say they're 50 and above, they don't have the younger children. They don't have a very, you know, complex mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. You don't need to pay for a trust a lot of times, Okay. But I'm not going to determine that. An right. attorney needs to do right. that. Correct. Okay. Because again, you got to look at everything. It's kind of like when we do retirement plans for people, we have to know everything so that we can make the best plan possible. You can't just know just a, a tiny bit of it. 
Right. Right. Yeah. So, and there may be some things that they're not telling me. Right. You know. Right. And so how do I, I don't have the credibility and the professional expertise to say, no, you don't need a trust. Right. Because right. you may not be telling me everything. Well, that's not your background. And that's not my background. That's right. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Um, so here's a good rule of thumb when it comes to uh, should you have a trust or not. Um, if you have a net worth of at least a million dollars and have a substantial amount of assets in real estate or have very specific instructions on how and when you want your estate to be distributed among your heirs after you die, then a trust could be a good thing for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, there are other situations that would stipulate, you know, maybe needing a trust. Right. As well. Right. Um, so again, bottom line is go talk to an attorney. I think the very important point of that tip that you just said, and I think we just need to say it again, is if you have very specific instructions on how and when you want your estate to be distributed among your heirs after you die. Because I think a lot of people do have um, some thoughts on who they want to get when. And so I think that's why that's an important tip. So again, talking to your attorney about, you know, if you have a feeling or a passion or um, some way that you really want things going after you pass, that's important. Yeah, totally. I agree. And uh, in our specific situation, I mean, let's just Mm -hmm. use an example. You know, we have our business Mm -hmm. um, and we've got some real estate Mm -hmm. and um, we've got life insurance policies. We've got qualified plans. We've got brokerage accounts. So, I mean, there's a lot of different things in play with our specific situation. And two young kids. And two young kids. So how do we make sure, not that I want them to be trust fund babies or Mm -hmm. anything like that, but how do we make sure that they, a, a certain portion of those assets get paid out over right. time? And then once they become, you know, of age, do we just give them X amount of dollars? Mm-hmm. Well, no, right. I don't want to do that. I want to make sure paying for college and all those other things yeah. that can happen over life if we're not here to help them through that process. We don't so. want an 18 year old or a 21 year old to, you know, just go ahead and spend all the money, you know. Mm-hmm. So, what you hear of that happening too? You do. Yep. I mean, most, most estates are... Spent within 18 months, by the way. Wow. Most inheritances. Wow. Yeah. So no matter how big or small they are, that's just kind of an average. Um, and that's that's kind of sad. Mm, that is really sad. You. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. I'm sure that is not the way the person who passed intended for it to be used <laughs> in 18 months. <laughs> Most people legacy plan for legacy, right? So a lot of people say this, and I hate when, especially guys, mm-hmm. say, well, I don't care. I don't care what happens to my money. I'm gone, you know. You do hear that a lot. You do, and it's ridiculous. Well, she's going to marry somebody else anyway. No. <laughs> that's, no. Is that how they sound? Yeah, that's, that's how they sound. sound. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. We are in South Lake. I'm sorry. So, no, but seriously, um, they have, you know, this, this, this thing in their head that says, no, I don't need to worry about that because, you know, she, my wife will get remarried or my kids are going to, you know, they're, they're getting older now. They're going to have jobs and be, they're going to be okay. And that's not always the case. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You want to make sure that your wife and your kids are taken care of. And if you tell me you don't care, you're lying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I okay. think some people, it's like I said, it's a hard topic. And I think a lot of people just don't want to um, have to think about it or deal with it. And so that's, like you said, that's unfortunate. I think that's kind of a pass off versus, you know, hey, let's really kind of get this taken care of. It's, it's, it, that's exactly what it is. It's an excuse not to do the work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's an excuse not to pay a few hundred dollars to an attorney. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm telling you, people don't want to do that now and they don't want that money coming out of their pocket now, but it could be way more than that coming out of their pocket if they don't do this right. Right. The people you leave behind. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Yep. Totally. Agreed. Okay. All right. So we've covered the first three tips. We have. Of nine. Right. If you, and you definitely do, want to listen four through nine. Stay tuned to our next segment because you're listening to The Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, we feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573 332 7855. That number again is 573 
332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. We want to help people of Southeast Missouri retire on your terms. Right. And no one else's. Sounds good. All right. We've been talking about legacy planning in this show. Danielle, so far, the legacy planning basics we covered are. Yeah. So we've talked about four tips so far. Uh, Number one, no matter your net worth, basic legacy planning is a must. Um, We've just reiterated that, you know, everybody needs to have a plan um, for anything that, you know, you have a value or you want to make sure things go to the right people. Right. Exactly. So that's number one. Number two, a legacy plan may contain several crucial pieces. So I thought, uh, you know, some of the big takeaways you had in this was making sure people have um, consider looking at a durable power of attorney and a medical power of attorney. Correct. And actually in there, which is number four, is everyone should have a will for the things you can't have beneficiary designations for. Correct. Yeah. So that's our four. Well, you skipped number three, but. Oh, I did. I'm yeah. Sorry. <laughs> number three is trusts aren't just for the wealthy. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Of course. And that was important. Especially if you have younger children or if you've got a situation where you want certain money to be paid out a certain way. Mm-hmm. That's great. There's lots of situations where you may want to want to need or want a trust. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there you go. There's four of them. We're on to number five of number nine. Yep. Here we go. So number five is keeping good records of your assets. Why is that important? Well, um, you want to have good records of everything. So nothing falls through the cracks. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is kind of an obvious one, but you'd be surprised on people's uh, lack of ability, I guess you could say, when it comes to keeping records. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say this. Uh, most, a lot of firms, financial Mm -hmm. firms, attorney firms are doing better jobs of helping with that. Right. And that is one of the huge benefits that we provide all of our clients, which is the generational vault, which has all of these things in their online portal. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a very secure online portal. Right. And they can take all their documents and upload it and have it in one place, which is great. So you have all that in one place and then you have all of your accounts. You can view all of your accounts and they're updated on a nightly basis. So Mm -hmm. we're kind of taking a time out here on a commercial for the generation. But (laughs) but I don't think that's a bad thing because people need to understand that these services are out there. They're available and we provide them as clients. Complimentary. It's Mm -hmm. complimentary. There's no charge. We like to call it the virtual safety deposit box. There you go. So, you know, this is becoming more popular. It is. And I think it's important, you know, and um, and and that way you can have everything in one place. And like Brock mentioned, you know, you can see your total net worth, um, which is really nice. Um, So you can see a value of all of your accounts. You can upload your will. You can put any other documents that are of importance to you in there as well. And we've already characterized all of the different uh, or categorized all Mm -hmm. of the different um, envelopes. Right. If you will. Uh, one being taxes, so you can mm-hmm. save your tax returns in there. And that helps us, too, because then we can understand where they're at from a tax standpoint and recommend different investments based on their tax situation. Because it's not all about just getting the best rate of return sometimes. Correct. Correct. Um, and and uh, we can do things like Roth conversion analysis mm-hmm. and UA analysis for people that have company stock in their retirement plan. So there's a lot of things that that, that, that provides value to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, but getting back to the keeping good records for, of your assets, you know, you may have retirement plans, investments, insurance policies, real estate. Uh, and, and here's three questions you should mm-hmm. probably ask yourself when it comes to all of this, who do you want to inherit your assets? I mean, that's kind of an obvious question, mm-hmm. right? I mean, most of the time it's your spouse and then your children and maybe some grandchildren. Uh, number two, what do you want to handle, or excuse me, who do you want handling your financial affairs if there were ever a reason you couldn't? So I think that's, that's pretty important. It's huge. And that's kind of the, the power of attorney, mm-hmm. right? Having the ability to sign off and make decisions for you. Number three is who do you want making medical decisions for you if you become incapacitated? And that's the medical power mm-hmm. of attorney. So I think these were all good questions. And of course, when we got asked them, you know, they're, again, they're not as easy to answer as you think they would be. And I think it's important to share with our listeners, you know, when you go prepare to talk to your attorney to establish some of this, that, you know, you need to have more than one person, because what if that one person can't 
Correct. function, you know, and I, th- I thought that was pretty interesting for us because we kind of knew our number one, but coming up with number two and number three are a little harder sometimes. It's the backup to the backup. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what it is. But I think, you know, again, keeping good records of your assets is important. And, and by the way, it's five. number five on number our list. Number five. Of, yeah. Of nine. All right. Let's go to number six. Let's do it. Discuss your legacy plans with your family. It's huge. You know, we always, when we deliver products uh, or strategies, we always put our business card right there on the front. So they not only have it in their generational vault, they have a hard copy of it. And and the reason is because they need to know who to talk to mm-hmm. if something happened to you. Right. Um, and who we want call? them to come. Yeah, they want, I want them to call us. I don't want them to call the vendor that they may have a strategy or mm-hmm. a product or whatever with. I want them to call me. That's why, you know, their parents or whoever it is, uh, worked with me. Right. And that's some of the value that we bring to the table. Well, you're going to know the whole picture. And the bottom line is this, and when in, this is a very emotional period, right? And inheritance can be a very, very sensitive issue for not only the parents, but the children. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, emotions are flying. I mean, nobody knows what to do. Right. Everybody's freaking out, maybe. And, you know, there's just a lot of things going right. on. So yeah. it's better to take care of it now so people don't freak out. Right. And, and you people, hate to see relationships compromised over that's this. That's huge. Yep. Oh, man. I think that's what you're trying to say. Totally agree with that, yep. man. That's so sad to see families split up because there was not the proper planning. Correct. Right. And it could have been simple. Could have been simple. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Uh, remember this, too. Um you may be gone at this point. In other words, you know, we're talking about your estate plan. You may be gone at this point, but would you hate to see relationships compromised? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not only relationships compromised, but I mean, can I, I, I again, I kind of go back to uh, the the instance where the guy is working. He mm-hmm. has a 401k. He has he's married. He puts his spouse down. Okay, because by the way, if you don't put your spouse down, they have to sign off on that. Right, because Missouri is a marital property state. Yeah. yeah. So if, and, and let's say you get a divorce and you never change, that's where I keep going back to. And it's not about a man or, I mean, it could be flip-flop. Flip-flop, yeah. Absolutely. But my point is, is it, that's, I, it just, it makes me want to just throw Yeah, up. and it happens. Just, it happens. It happens a lot. It so. happens a lot. Yep. Yep. Okay. Very simple stuff. So there's number six, discuss your fa- legacy plans with your family. Sounds good. So seven and eight. Um, are fairly simple tips, but are sometimes overlooked. Um, I think when you look at these, so, you know, uh, seven is being aware of the federal legacy tax exemption. So, and we hit on that a little bit in the last, uh, segment, but you know, that's really not an issue, uh, for most people nowadays because the last, um, you know, president Trump and all the, the uh, Congress passed the tax law that, uh, upped that exemption mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to eleven point two one million per person. So a married couple can have up to twenty two point four million dollars and not have any estate taxes. You know, not their kids wouldn't know any estate taxes. Right. Um and there was a lot of fancy planning and, and things that went into place because it used to be much, much lower. I mean it was I remember when it was down to six hundred and fifty or six hundred and I think it was right at six hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Well, that's a huge difference from 600000 to $11.2 million Right, per person. Per person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say it'd take a lot more planning. So now that's a little easier is what you're saying. But it is easier. But right now. But right now. That's true. That's true. We don't know what could happen. I mean, let's face it. We don't have a lot of agreement when it comes to passing <laughs> laws. And we don't own a crystal ball. <laughs> and, and we don't own a crystal ball. We, we own an eight ball. I guess we could go with that philosophy, but I that's can, probably not a good idea. No, let's not do that. <laughs> I can tell you that it's been re- the state tax law has been repealed like nine times mm-hmm. in our country, which means it came back nine times. Right. I mean, right. come on. So let's not rely on, oh, it's 11.2 million. Don't have to worry about it. Yes, you do, mm-hmm. because that's what it is right now. Mm-hmm. So this is why we always are having a developing conversation. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Well, sounds like um, let's move on to number eight. Number eight. So number eight is there are two easy ways to give gifts tax free and reduce your legacy taxes. So what they're really talking about is the gift tax annual exclusion, which is over and above the the lifetime exemption. Oh, okay. Okay. So you can gift right now up to fifteen thousand uh, dollars per year to an individual. Okay, and not have to worry about any kind of uh, counting it towards your lifetime exemption. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, that's something that you know 
Again, that's gone up. It used to be 11, and then it went to 12 and 13. And Just now crept 14. up. Yeah. crept up over time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's $14,000 a year that you can give away to an individual without worry about reporting it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, also, let's see here. The exec- exclusion from tax on a gift to a spouse who is not a U.S. citizen. Okay. Not sure that that's a big topic out there. I think we can kind of go over that one, but that one has. But that dollar amount is now 152000 Right. Okay. Okay. Um, Sounds good. And that's been going up as well. Uh, Let's see here. You may also gift an unlimited amount of education and medical bills for any person. It's just the stipulation there is that you have to pay the institution directly. Which makes sense. Yeah, totally. Because otherwise there'd be a lot of fudging going on. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't want to see. Don't want to see that. Don't want to see that. Cooking the books. But uh, hey, this is kind of nice. So if you've got somebody who wants to pay for your education or your medical bills, (laughs) let them know if they pay the institution correctly, they can do that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, I'm sure a lot of people would just love. (laughs) Volunteer. Volunteer for that one. Well, they might. You never know. Yeah. yeah. True, 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 true. So that's our eight. We're up to eight tips right now. So we've got one more. Do we have time to cover one more or do we need to take a break and come back? Or We're going to take a break and we're going to come back. So one more. And I know people are just dying to hear the last the one. Last one. <laughs> so you got to come back to our next segment to hear number nine. Yep. Uh, of uh, legacy planning tips that we're giving out here for free on the air. Mm-hmm. But before we go to break, actually, I want to reiterate that people can get great resources through our website. Mm-hmm. That we're offering. Yep. And and specifically, they can request the Retirement Income Toolkit. I know it doesn't have anything really to do with legacy planning, but it's still there. It's informative uh, or it's a great information for people to have. So Yeah, I think it's important, you know, that um, when you download that Retirement Income Toolkit, that it may not be specific to legacy planning, our topic this week, but it does say all the things that we look at when we help people create a retirement plan, which, of course, legacy planning is one of them. So just go to our website. You see our picture there. Learn more. Hit that button you know, for the radio show. And then you can download the Retirement Income Toolkit. And it's got some great information there. And it's free. So okay? theinnovativeteam.com. We're not trying to sell anything here. We're literally trying to educate. Right. Provide a service. educating people. They're getting knowledge. And knowledge is power. Power makes you, allows you to make the best decision for you and your family. Right. Yep. And if you don't want to go online, you can give us a call 573-332-7855. Awesome. Okay, guys, stay tuned uh, to our next segment to hear number nine of our legacy planning tips. It's the retirement playbook with Brock and Danielle. You know, many times when you're dealing with a husband and a wife, social security benefits can add up to over a million dollars over your lifetime. It's a very, very important decision that you make and get right the first time. Hey, everybody, this is Brock Ausball with Innovative Financial Solutions. Give us a call, 573-332-7855, or look us up on the web to learn how to maximize your Social Security benefits. We'll actually give you a complimentary report called the Social Security Maximization Report. Give us a call or look us up. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Okay, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions, bringing you this show every single week. And hopefully you're getting something out of this that can help you. I mean, that's why we mm-hmm. do this, is to help people here in Southeast Missouri and beyond. To tell them we're the retirement people. Oh, yes, of course. We yeah. are the retirement people. That's our tagline. Okay? <laughs> it is. It is. Because a lot of things we do, I mean, this this week we're talking about legacy planning, but my goodness gracious, we talk about all kinds of aspects mm-hmm. of their financial life. Um, specifically about retirement, which, you know, starts with social security planning. Right. Yeah. We did a lot of conversations around social security planning. A lot of, and we do all of this with every person that we talk to. Mm -hmm. Um, now then we go into retirement income planning, legacy planning, you know, all of these different aspects of their financial life. So that's why we wanted to kind of just break down legacy. Right. Right. it, It is a big piece, you know, it is a big piece. Yeah. So I think we've, we've talked through eight of our nine tips. So I think we should recap those really quickly. I can just feel people out there just, oh my gosh, can't, can't wait, wait for number nine. To get number nine. <laughs> so here we go. Let's go through the eight we've done so far um, in no particular order. We'll just go through them that way. Uh, no matter your net worth, basic legacy planning is a must. Number two, a legacy plan may contain several crucial pieces. Number three, keep good records of your assets. Number four, Everyone needs a will. Number five, trusts aren't just for the wealthy. Number six, discuss your legacy plans with your family. 
And seven and eight kind of went a little bit together. Number seven was the federal estate tax exemption. And number eight was there are two easy ways to give gifts tax-free and reduce your estate taxes. So I think we're ready for... So if you missed the first like 40 minutes of the show, there you go, folks. You at least got what we talked about. Right. And you can go back and listen. You oh, can, yeah, that's you, right. How yeah. do they do that? Yeah, then go back to our website at theinnovativeteam.com and you'll see the retirement playbook with Brock and Danielle right there on the homepage. And you can click on that button and you can see um, all of our shows and hear them again multiple awesome. times. Awesome. That is such. <laughs> well, seriously, though, I mean, if people, you know, and we title them so right, they can do. say, hey, I don't want to listen to this because I already know everything about it, which right. is not true. But anyway, it may think that. And so you click on that and you can listen to it. Yep. Sounds good. Yeah. So let's talk about number nine. Drum roll. Here it okay, is. here we go. That number nine. It's better to give, but it's good to receive. Hmm. What are we talking about, Danielle? Yeah. So I think we're talking about charitable charitable gifts to a foundation may be a great option for a portion of your legacy. Yeah. So, you know, if, if people already are giving money to charities, you know, maybe you tithe at church or or, or give to American Red Cross. It doesn't matter. Right. You're passionate about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there may be other ways to do it. Okay. And a charitable gift to a foundation may be a great option for a portion of your legacy. Mm-hmm. And there are certain ways to do that. I mean, I'm not going to get in all the details, but you know, if you've ever heard of a charitable remainder trust, those are some things you could do. Um, and, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say advanced because they're available to everyone. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. When I say advanced, I don't want people to think, oh, that's for people that have millions and millions of dollars. And it's not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so there are some some advanced techniques. I will go ahead and, and, and label it as that because they're not mainstream mm-hmm. that people can do when it comes to their charitable giving that might make more sense than what they're doing now. Right. And I know a lot of people leave items or assets to places as well. You know, it's not necessarily just monetary. Right. And there are some tax planning things mm-hmm. you can do there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, you know, we've talked about this before, which is, hey, let's give our qualified money to the charities mm-hmm. and give the tax free money to our kids because the charity's not going to pay taxes on anyone. Right. Right. So that might be something that's real simple that you could look at. Um, but but there you go. That's number nine. Number nine. It's better to give, but it's good to receive. That's right. That's right. So okay. just remember some of these tips, you know, as you're kind of going through your legacy planning and hopefully we helped either spark some um, it, reminders to yourself that you go, gosh, I really do need to take care of that. And that's something I haven't, you know, thought about lately. Again, you know, as a reminder, um, Brock mentioned that, you know, as part of the review that he does with all of his clients, you know, this is what we go through. We go through this, all of this to make sure that the beneficiary designations are correct. And that's important because we see so many times that money or items or assets or things that are, you know, of value to you go to the wrong person or maybe to no one. And I think the the, the bottom line um, reminder here too, the common denominator between all of these things is that things change, laws mm-hmm. change, amounts change, everything changes all the time. So just because you did it 10 years ago, doesn't mean it's done and over with. Mm-hmm. Okay. You should be reviewing that with whoever you worked with to develop it. Right. And it's kind of, I think, a good reminder that this is, you know, where we kind of mentioned that, you know, there's a a lot of key people that are in your life as you're planning your legacy, uh, your financial advisor, your attorney, your CPA. I mean, there's a lot of big people that you want to make sure all are aware of your wishes. Yep, exactly. So, um, all right. That's that pretty much wraps up the nine tips. So we spent a lot of time talking about the nine tips. We want to make sure that um, everyone is out there doing what they should do at least. Mm-hmm. It, well, let's put it this way. You're at least going to have the information of what you should do. Now correct. it's upon you to do something about That's it. That's correct. You yep. have to execute. Okay. Absolutely. You can be Bill Belichick out there, but if your players don't do what you have uh, drawn up as a scheme that, or a, a, a playbook, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They have to go out and execute it. Okay. And so you do have to do the same thing. Right. All right. Sounds good. So you have a question for me. I do. I do. So, um, you know, since we've talked about the nine simple tips, you know, what would be one of the first steps someone should take when beginning to plan their legacy? Okay. So some of the first steps are, uh, number one, you've got to get a copy of all of your documents, right? In other words, your your statements on your accounts, uh, you know, your IRAs, brokerage accounts, bank accounts, uh, your insurance policies, and anything else that is relative, 
I mean, there, you can never have too much information when mm-hmm. you go to do this and start developing a plan. Um, you can actually bring it to our office. We'll go through it and make it an organized inventory of where everything is and how the ownership is structured, who the beneficiary designations are, those kinds of things. So, you know, that's something, again, through our generational vault service that we could do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. So, you know, that, uh, again, allows people to, as a reminder, our generational vault is what we provide all our clients to store all that pertinent information. You know, they can upload tax information and have that readily available in addition to all of their uh, net worth and their finances. Exactly. And we've talked about different reports on this uh, show before. We've talked about Social Security mm-hmm. maximization. We've talked about Roth conversion. We've talked about Compass reports, which lays out the rest of your life financially. All these different reports. Color of money. Color of money report, which, how do you do that? Yeah, so we, we really like the color of money report because it's an 11 question, very simple um, survey to go through, which kind of allows us to look at your color of money. And, you know, that helps kind of see where your risk tolerance is when we look at investment strategies for you. And by the way, if you don't know what color your money is, you mm-hmm. should. Yeah. And, and that's mo- one of the things that this thing can do for you. And then it can say, okay, uh, this is where you should be. Right. Right. You know. And I think it's eye opening for a lot of people when they take it too. So, it is. but you can go to mycolorofmoney.org, mycolorofmoney.org if you'd like to take that. Yes. Okay. So, but what I was getting at is we have all these different reports that we offer and we give to our clients through our financial planning process. Okay. Um, and, and it's part of their playbook. Okay. Their, mm-hmm. their retirement playbook. But another one is called the IRA and legacy report. Mm. And so what that does is it shows um, how people can take advantage of current tax law to pass on the money that they have saved and, and that is left over after their life is over. And it shows how to distribute that money on a most tax efficient basis based on the current laws. So that is something that's invaluable to a lot of people because everything they're doing is focused around their legacy plan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because that, let's let's face it, that's way more important to some people than others. It is. That's I mean, right. A lot of people say, I want the last check that I ever write to bounce. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, it, it, you know, but a lot of people aren't like that. So if you're not and you want to get that report, you can give us a call or request an appointment uh, through our website. Sounds good. Like you said, knowledge is power. And what we're trying to do is provide a lot of knowledge so that you can make the right decisions for yourself. Exactly. All right. What else? Here. Well, I think this is a lot of information we just covered. It's kind of overwhelming. I think we should take a quick time out. What do you think? Oh, perfect. Let's do it. Six Tiger Swimmers advance. Missouri gives new look. Missouri post season high score. Time out. So tonight uh, yes. we have the last two, uh, the, the two semifinals mm-hmm. for the final four. You and, know, we, and you really don't care who's in the final four right oh, now. Right. Do you? You're yeah, not, yeah, you're not yeah, passionate yeah. about any of these teams. <laughs> So we have Loyola Chicago. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Who are they playing? Uh, they're playing Michigan. Michigan, yes. They're playing Michigan, and that's the first game. And then the second game. Ah, oh, the most important one of all. The most important one of all. About seven thirty, seven forty, is Kansas Jayhawks. The University of Kansas Jayhawks are facing off against Villanova. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I think what's funny, and, and if you don't know, we're huge Kansas fans. Yes, and, and we know that's not uh, <laughs> always not. very popular in our area. Okay. But we both were born in Kansas, and maybe our listeners don't know that. So, uh, well, you true. know, we were kind of we're Kansas babies. So we still got family. My, my grandma yeah, still lives. In that's Kansas, right. That's I've right. Got some uncles that live there. So, hey, give us a pass on this. Yeah, it was, it's ingrained in us. So. But anyway, so they they go again tonight, and you know this show is called the. The retirement playbook mm-hmm. for a reason. Mm-hmm. Number one is our focus is retirement, and that's what we do, and that's all we do, right, uh, for a living. And then we also love sports. Yes. So we call it the retirement playbook for a reason. Okay, We're combining the two passions that we have. That's right. And so go Jayhawks! I hope you <laughs> beat Villanova. Yep. Uh, and um, make I, it I think to the championship. Very, I think they're very similar teams, actually. Oh. You know. Oh, okay. They they all they're very well balanced. Mm-hmm. They have a good guard. We have a good guard. You know, and. Uh, and we have good big guys with uh, Izambuki. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have that Bridges guy. They have Brunson. They, so I think it's going to be a good match. Should be a lot of fun. Should be a lot of fun. Yeah. I hope the Jayhawks come out on top. That's but, right. Uh, and then we before we have another show, we'll know who the, the champion. Nation, we'll yeah. know who the champion is. Yeah. Because they play on Monday night. So if Kansas wins, I'm just warning all our listeners. <laughs> You may have to hear a lot about it on next week's show. It's been <laughs> we a may while. be, yeah, we may be. Uh, it's been ten years. It's been, yeah. Was it two thousand eight? Yes. Do you Is remember? Right? We were sitting on our couch down in the basement. I do. I remember. S- same house. Did they play Memphis? 
They played Memphis yeah. and Derrick Rose and Mario Chalmers. Oh, three pointer right oh, over. Oh, here you go. Tie the game, but going <laughs> to overtime. They totally choked. I mean, they were winning by a ton. You know, that was John Calipari's team. Now he's at Kentucky, but uh, yeah. Anyway, okay. So should that's, be exciting night of basketball. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> go Hawks. I hope you all enjoy all of the action, and uh, I hope they uh, actually move on to win the championship. Too. So there it is. All right, there was our timeout. That was our timeout for the week. Yeah. So, so there you go. Okay, so I think let's wrap up some legacy planning information and just make sure that all our listeners have some good information to take away from today. Yeah, I think, again, to wrap up, you know, the bottom line is this. Get all of your information together. You know, get all your statements, everything that you own, not only on your accounts, but, you know, your your titles on your cars, your homes, and all this kind of stuff, businesses that you might own, and go see someone about it. Don't do nothing, okay? And a lot of attorneys I know will say, hey, you don't need this. You don't need to do anything, mm-hmm. okay? And, and may not even charge you for that, but they might. You know, who knows? But my point is, is get all your information together and go talk to somebody and find out if you need to do something because the, the likelihood of you needing to do at least something is very high. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Whether it's a will, whether it's a, you end up going all the way and doing a trust or uh, power of attorneys or beneficiary deeds on your home. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some very basic things that 90% of the people out there don't have. Well, and I think, you know, just checking with your employer, if you're still working um, to make sure if your employer provides life insurance, that your beneficiaries are designated the way you want them to. Exactly. Folks, that is it for this week. That's all the time we have. I hope you've gotten something out of this when it comes to leaving a legacy for you and your family. Uh, call us at 332-7855 if you have any questions. Shoot us an email. Tell mm-hmm. us what you think about the show, any questions you may have at the retirement playbook at gmail.com. And I hope you have a great week. Yep. Okay. You've been listening to The Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Thank you for listening to The Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.